Welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I'm thrilled to have you join me as we delve into conversations around optimizing our health, pushing past our fears, pursuing our dreams, and inspiring each other to live a life by design, not by chance. I believe magic happens over coffee and sharing experiences. I've made plans to change careers, move to a new country, organized exciting adventures, and even formed some of my most incredible relationships over coffee. So grab your favorite cuppa, sit back, and enjoy our beautiful chats along with our special guests. You never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. I hope you are doing absolutely incredible and feeling fabulous. If you aren't, hold on because that's what this week's podcast is all about. But first, I just want to give you a little heads up. I have been working so hard behind the scenes on a an incredible project that I'm really looking forward to rolling out. And I I'm also here to announce that the podcast is going to have a little bit of a facelift next week. And the reason is it's coming up to one year. It was November 17th of last year that I had this crazy idea for a podcast and decided to give it a go and see what happens. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to letting you know what that facelift is going to look like and uh, be all about, but you'll have to stay tuned for one more week (laughs) while I do that. So let's roll on to this week's topic. And the topic is you are not lazy. I think as women, Oh my goodness, if we're not keeping up with maybe comparing ourselves to others, comparing ourselves to how we used to do things, even maybe how we used to do things a few months ago, and we are just um, just feeling like, oh, we beat ourselves up and we're like, why am I so lazy? Why am I not doing this? And I remember going through this phase, oh, I was probably a few months ago now. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I was not lazy. I was overwhelmed. I was dealing with a lot and you might be in the same situation. You might be burnt out. You may just have way too much on your plate. Maybe you just have a lot of things going on with family and, you know, just things are pretty tense right now at the moment for a lot of people. Uh, Maybe work is overwhelming you. Maybe you've got too many projects on the go, whatever, whatever the reason No, it's not that you're lazy and we have to be really careful with the language that we're using. And really what this podcast is about, this episode is about, is about taking a step back and really thinking, okay, what do I need? What's going on here? How can I shift? What can I learn from this time? What is this season trying to tell me or where do I need to start to put my attention? Because one thing's for sure, it's no way to live to feel like that all the time, to feel like you've lost your zest for life. And we all go through it. It's perfectly normal. This is about acknowledging where we are and then moving forward. And, you know, self-care is like the hot topic all the time. Self-care, self-care, take more time for yourself. But self-care isn't just bubble baths and pedicures. Although don't get me wrong, I love those things. (laughs) They have their place. I'm not here to bash them at all. But what I'm saying is that there are other things that really we need to put under the category of self-care. 
And funny enough, these are the things that when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we've lost our zest for life, when we're just, you know, just feeling all the feels, these are usually the first things to go. And yet they're the things that we need to really own in on and focus in on even more, even if we don't feel like it. Because again, we can't just do things because we feel like them. (laughs) Sometimes we have to do them because we know it's what we need to do. So we don't always need to listen to what our brains are telling us. (laughs) We need to, we need to listen to ourselves and our deeper selves and our bodies and and um, doing what's going to nourish us. So speaking of nourishing, the first thing when I think of self-care, I think of food. I think of nutrition. What are you putting into your body every single day? What are you putting in your body that is going to nourish you, that's actually going to give you energy and not take energy away? And this is like an interesting topic. Today I was (laughs) out for coffee with my mom. She's so amazing. And I was telling her about this story when I was on a train in London. Where was I headed to? I think I was headed to Brighton actually. And I sat across from this woman. Um, we had like a table between us and, um, I looked over and she was stunning, just absolutely beautiful. And here she was with her nails done so perfectly, beautiful jacket. I just remember her jacket was amazing. Gorgeous sunglasses. She had it all. She looked very, like very posh, very cool. And there she sat with a Coca-Cola and a bag of Doritos and a chocolate bar. And I was like, wow, You know, we spend so much time and money and thought on the outside of our bodies and the way we look to everyone else. And it's okay to do that to feel good for yourself too. I love dressing nicely and getting my nails done. But what I want to really get across is that that same thought needs to go for the inside and that we are so deserving of that. And I sit here in no judgment of that woman. It was simply an observation and somewhere a deep sadness because although it's okay to eat things occasionally here and there, and maybe that's what she was doing, right? This is just an example of, of, you know, just to give an example of what sometimes we do, that we do give more thought to the outside than to the inside. And yes, when we don't, when we feel overwhelmed, that's when you really feel like eating the junk food. And we say things like, oh, I deserve this. You know, I've had a hard week. I've had a hard day. I deserve this, whatever the treat is. But actually what you really deserve is something beautiful, something nourishing, something that has food that is alive, right? Food that is alive. And we can picture what alive food is right away. It's colorful. It's beautiful. It's in its natural state. It's free of chemicals. It's free of processing. We know that when we eat this food that our bodies will thank us for it. And for me, that is self-care. The second thing is sleep. Oh my goodness. Look, if if you've got little ones at home, I get it, that you don't always get control over when you're sleeping. But also there are times that even when we don't have control of every situation, we still have some control somewhere. And too often we're going to sleep with electronics in the bedroom, falling asleep on your phone, or the worst, I remember, because I no longer sleep with my phone um, in my bedroom, but I remember when I tried to first break that habit and it was like I had it on the bedside table and I just turned it on to airplane mode and I was like, okay, oh no, sorry, that was 
I started off with airplane mode, but this was the time that I actually started putting it in the kitchen. And that's what I do now. Um, it eventually became a habit. And now I would, the thought of having my phone next to my head, just like, there's just no way I would do that. But I did it for so long anyway. So I remember the first time that I put it in, on, in the kitchen and I woke up in the middle of the night and I went to grab my phone and I was like, Oh my goodness, I am addicted. And because I couldn't get to sleep, I couldn't get to sleep right away. And so I was reaching for my phone just to see what was up on the world of Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and whatever else it was. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is why often we just don't get back to sleep because we wake ourselves up with that light, with whatever it is that we're um, watching or reading. And then there we go, there goes our sleep. Whereas really, if we just had a little bit of patience, we would probably just wake up and go straight back to sleep. And we don't give our bodies that chance. So getting to sleep a little bit earlier is so important. And lately I've been talking a lot about women's cycles and there are times in your cycle where you're going to need more sleep. And so I I wrote a post that got some controversy on it about how the 5am club is not female. (laughs) And some woman accused me, another trainer accused me of giving women an excuse to be lazy. Like, oh my goodness, talk about what is wrong with the way we think about women and women's health. But anyways, it's not an excuse to be lazy. The point of the article was not that women could not get up at 5 a.m. even during certain times of their cycle. The point is that if you want to be waking up at 5 a.m. because that's important to you or your job requires that, then during certain times of your cycle, it's going to be important that you get yourself to sleep maybe half an hour earlier. Maybe you put more attention to your nutrition and to the types of exercise that you're doing because you need to put more focus on recovery. And that was the point of of that article um, or of that Instagram post. So self-care is definitely sleep, getting to bed on time, taking the electronics a while, um, away. And if you have a hard time sleeping, one good thing that I've been doing is taking my vegan omegas um, before bed because actually they help with melatonin production. And another thing that if I really need some help sleeping is magnesium also is a nice thing to take before bed because it really relaxes you. So those are totally safe, natural things that you can take before going to sleep to help you. So the third thing is moving your body. Oh, I so get it. I have been through these phases too. And you know, when you're feeling like you've lost your zest for life or you are burnt out or whatever it is, you do not feel like you're moving your body, period. Like most people do not. It's the last thing you want to do. But it is actually out of all the things that I've mentioned so far, it is the one thing that will make you feel better almost instantly, almost instantly. It's incredible what happens to our body when we change our physiology, we change our our states. Like it's, in, it's so powerful. What I would recommend in this case, if it's been a while since you worked out, I would just put on a, a workout that is just more movement based. You could do some like light flow yoga. I'm a big fan of Tom Merrick. Um, he, he's got, um, a YouTube channel and I just type in Tom Merrick mobility and his mobility workouts are incredible. They're 15, 20 minutes and they're amazing. He's got like hip openers and like um, full body mobility workouts. And you, one, you might be shocked at how tight you are. I know I was, I was like, oh my 
goodness, what's been going on? I need to get my mobility going. When you, when your body can move well, you just feel free. Like you feel strong, but there's also this like interesting feeling of freedom that comes over knowing that you can just move your body really well and that you're not restricted from being so tight. So if you haven't, again, if you haven't worked out for a while, just give yourself that little goal that for 15 minutes every day, you're going to do one of those mobility um, workouts. So workouts don't always have to be all or none. And I think as women, we're so, um, that's something that so many of us, especially if we're a type, if you're a type like me, you're either all or none, either you're able to go for it and really get in those good workouts or you just don't do it. Like, what's the point, right? And I understand that attitude because that was so me for so long. But actually, it really is just about adjusting with wherever you're at. Like, maybe you can't do those hard workouts because your body's telling you that everything else around you is just too stressful at the moment. But it's not an excuse to not move your body. So mobility workouts are so important. And then the fourth and fourth thing that I want to talk about in terms of self-care is supplementing. I really believe in supplementing. There's just, you know, our food is just, it's picked too early. It, the soil isn't the quality that it used to be. I do love buying organic, but organic doesn't necessarily mean that it's more nutritious. It just means that it's as free from chemicals as possible. You know, there is always the transportation point, um, part as well, and it can pick up residue here and there, but it is I believe a better choice when it makes sense for you. Um, however, I do believe in supplementing. However, I believe in supplementing really naturally, as naturally as possible. So for me, myself, I've been taking Juice Plus, which is fruits, vegetables, and berries in concentrated form for over 12 years now. You can look on the rockofit.com site if you want to have a look or send me a message. But that's what I've been taking for over 12 years because I know that at a cellular level, my body will absorb those nutrients. And when I started taking it 12 years ago, I was taking handfuls of supplements, like tranquilizer size supplements. It was wild. And um, and I just knew I wasn't feeling good on them. I, they weren't just weren't doing what I expected. And so I moved when I discovered Juice Plus, I was like, oh my goodness, I can take something in concentrated form that's natural. And uh, little did I know what it was going to do for me was that it cleared my acne that I'd had into my early 30s. I'd been on everything, including Accutane, and it stopped my hair falling out. And you know, that's just, that's just my personal story. That's where my nutritional deficiencies were really showing up was, were in my skin and my hair. And so I'm forever grateful, um, for that discovery and for finding something that really helped me has helped many of my clients and customers ever since. So another thing that I take is vitamin D. So I take vitamin D from October to about April through the winter, as soon as I'm not in the sun and exposing my skin without sunscreen um, to the sun, then it's time to start with the vitamin D. And so vitamin D is really important. It's actually not even a vitamin. Apparently it's a hormone. And so it's very important for immune system, for mood regulation. It's so powerful. And that's mostly what I take. I do take magnesium sometimes in the evenings, or if I find that I've been like working out a lot harder and I just need to recover a little bit better. If I'm getting like a bit crampy, leg cramps, that kind of thing, then I'll take some magnesium. It's really, really great for that. And then recently I've been taking a little bit of, um, 
not a little bit, I've been consistently taking some zinc. And because during COVID, what a lot of um, naturopaths and integrative medicine doctors, they've been saying that zinc and vitamin D are very important for um, the virus. So I thought, why not? It doesn't hurt. But that's not too many things. I really believe in keeping supplementing as minimal as possible and as natural as possible. Now, I'm not anti-supplements. I just believe that they need to be treated like medication. So there's certain times in our lives that if, you know, we have something like when I had the mold toxicity, I definitely took more things and they were all guided um, by my naturopath. So I would do testing to know exactly what to take. And it was never meant to be long-term. It was just until I really healed from that. So again, I'm not anti-supplements. But what I believe in is if that you're just, if we're just taking it, there's like this base level of supplements that are a good idea. And for me, the ba- my base is the juice plus and a really good omega. I don't think I mentioned the omegas. And then, um, and then the vitamin D, those are actually my three base that I take. So friends, I just wanted to really, I wanted to talk about this because I think something really struck a nerve when I actually on that, on that um, 5 a.m. post that I did and being accused of calling women lazy. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like obviously there was something lost in the interpretation or maybe I didn't write the post very clearly or whatever it was, but it just had me, it just put me into this state of thinking about like how women like are so hard on themselves and sometimes it's not like it's look we all go through little phases of being lazy but we know the difference between when we're lazy and when we're just feeling like overwhelmed and something's holding you back from being the person that you are and from having that zest for life and if that's you if you're there like I see you like I know what it's like to be there but you can also start to shift things you can start to shift it start shifting it by moving your body really well by supplementing as naturally as possible by sleeping and by taking care of yourself with really good nourishing foods so that's my greatest wish for you is to have awesome vibrant, incredible health. And to really, you know, if you feel like more is going on, fight for your health, like really keep going until you find the answers that feel so good to you. Because I believe as women, we have this powerful intuition that sometimes we don't listen to because I don't know, sometimes we're just worried what other people think, or we're worried of offending people, or, you know, we don't want to get a second opinion because we don't want to offend that doctor. You know, there's just so many reasons (laughs) why, but fight for your health. You deserve to feel absolutely incredible and you were designed to feel incredible. And that's what I want for you. Okay, friends. So before I go, I just want to say again, tune in next week. I'm so excited for the upcoming kind of podcast facelift that is coming. And I, um, I'm excited to roll out a new, like my new projects that I've been working on. And I just wanted to also end this with saying, if you have a moment, please leave me a review on iTunes. It really means the world. I know it takes a little bit of time to leave it and it takes a bit of effort, but it really helps me so much to get the podcast out there and to keep sharing it with others. So thank you so much for listening in and I will speak with you very soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learn something new, if you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. 
it's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.